Welcome to the Hero Builder Podcast, where we celebrate the hero in everyone. We go on a journey to discover the skills in every hero. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hero Builder Podcast. We are here to celebrate everyday heroes and discover who they are. I'm Stacy Johnston and I am proud and honored to have with me a guest, uh, Cecile Newkirk. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing quite well. How are you, Miss Stacy? I am very well, thank you. So, Cecile, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I am a uh, Massachusetts-raised uh, transplant to North Carolina. Um, love the agriculture and the, the farming and the, the ocean, uh, East Coast. Um, I am a mother of seven, uh, two biological, five adopted. And um, love my church family, love the world, love everything pretty much. And, um, you know, I'm pretty on it. I, I thank you for inviting me today. You're very welcome. I, one of the things I understand about you, Ms. Newkirk, is that you are actually listed as a research expert. Um, <laughs> how, would you, how would you explain that? How do you, how do you get the title? Uh, yeah, um, I have been known to be called the Google Queen. Um, I guess where a lot of that comes from is um, I am very inquisitive in nature. Um, I don't like to not know something. Um, and uh, I guess it, I would say that it is a, a God-given gift um, to be able to get on there and figure out that computer and find out what I need to find. Um, and it, it gives me great joy, you know. It gives me a, a, the ability to help other people with a lot of stuff. But, uh, yes, indeed, I am definitely a researcher. I like sociological things based. Um, but uh, if you need to know where to go, I can find it for you. And I understand there's moments in time it goes even a little deeper than that. Can you explain some of your rescue efforts? Oh, um, yeah, um, you know, uh, people have their uh, thoughts about uh, social media, of course. You know, we know that there's the good and the bad in everything in life. But um, a lot of times I'm I'm kind of one of those people who wake up at 2 a.m. for no pertinent reason. And so I'll go on social media and, um, you know, just kind of do what I call embedding myself because the one thing that's really great about social media is uh, in a matter of just moments I could be in uh, Rome. I could be in uh, Kaskov, Russia. I could be anywhere. And so with the marvels of Facebook, I've had different occurrences um, where I've attached myself to different people that are going through crisis, uh, everything from an attempted suicide to even down to uh, a horrendous storm when they had all the flooding in Houston. Um, and, and God directs me, and, and I know that he helps me to find these people. And there was a, a lady in Houston uh, when they were having the flooding, and she was stuck in a car in a ravine with her infant. And for some reason, because of the way that the towers were, she was able to go on Facebook, but no one 
could hear her calls for help, and I happened to stumble across this woman and directed uh, rescue efforts and got her out of there. It was very nerve-wracking because, of course, I can't see you, I can't touch you, but I was able to uh, keep her calm and uh, direct the people and afterwards be able to say good luck to you rather than, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, for you. Um, And like I said, I I believe that it's not just something that I just innately know how to do because we don't come here wired to use social media. But I do believe that God uses social media. And so he has given me my my, uh, Google Green status, and it extends to rescue efforts. What a blessing. That is understandably why you are considered an everyday hero. So when you look at that and you look at that status and you think about what it means to be a hero and to be a savior or a rescuer or a source of information for people, when you look back at your life, who is one of the heroes? For Who is one of your heroes? Mm. And why are they your heroes? Well, you know, we... We all have this, uh, we have this history, you know, and um, history can come from a biological aspect. History can come from, you know, adoptive family or family that just takes you in. Um, but tattooed inside of my soul, my hero is my adoptive mother. Um, my, my name, right? Um, she was Cecile. And, um, you know, that uh, tattoo that she put on my on my soul is my my total narrative. It's it's my takeaway in life. Um, you know, she not only saved me, but she gave me on a regular basis um, the ability to see past myself. Um, you know. Because what her big thing was is she taught, she said, anytime a human being does something good, you have to rejoice. Um, She said, she would tell me, she said, but humans are the ones who who give you faith in in the world, in in God, in, in the universe, in everything. And your job is to, no matter what you're doing, is to extend that to other people. And, um, you know, down to wanting to do for other children. And uh, like I said, I have several adopted. And uh, she used to tell me, if you're capable, if the world and God allows it to be, I want you to continue that. And I have. And, um, you know, she was, um, she, she had no, no barrier, no, no barrier for her love. It would... Um, you know, she, she would jump through hurdles. She would, you know, she, she didn't have a cape. <laughs> she didn't have a cape, but she acted like she had one. You know, she permeated all the walls and gave me the hope for my life. And, um, you know, never, never let me just sit there and remorse and swallow up, you know, troubles. She would uh, make sure that I would take whatever trouble I had and try to push me forward. And um, one of my greatest terms that I have for my life is next. Now, some people look at that as, well, you're expecting something to go bad. No. Next means there's another adventure around the corner. 
and she taught me to be adventurous and take each turn to be far-reaching and powerful. So, uh, yes, Cecile, my, like I said, my namesake, my adopted mother to me, is the greatest heroine of all times. So what a beautiful story and what an honor to be chosen in that, in that mm-hmm. family and in that world to be able to, to receive that and accept that. Right? God could have put you anywhere. Then, yeah. So when you look at that relationship with your mom, when you look at the things that she taught you and you look at character and then we begin to look at the traits that are involved with character, such as hard work, persistence, respect, helpful, resilience. When you look at those traits that model that character, what do you feel like that she modeled for you that you model well, that you felt you passed on in that in that same tattooed soul place? Mm. Um, well, we know we have many fruits of the Spirit. And... Uh, her fruit was definitely love, and I definitely believe that she passed that on to me. Um, as a hero, uh, of course, she was concerned for other people that were in need. She had a concern to defend the, the moral cause, to protect, you know, the weak, the, uh, the poor, the whatever. It was always a personal risk in that because... We can defend all we want, but sometimes there's, you know, an expectation um, that is put before us, and and maybe it doesn't work out. Not then. But everything that I believe that every act that she did, every time she modeled uh, caring and giving was something that it, it, it instilled that part into my, you know, into my heartbeat. You know, every every person's, like the pulse of humanity's heartbeat is love. Because if you can't, like if you can't love someone, you can't be a hero. You, you know, you, 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 heroes are like the life force, you know. Um, and it, it doesn't matter, like every, there's a lot of, um, what do you call, like the caste system and the, the status system and the racial system and all these different systems. But within each and every system, love always lasts. And by her showing that, whether it was at her church or at my school or she worked for Head Start in every single one of those children, I now have on my Facebook. And they always remember Cecile as this huggy, loving person, Um, you know, the world, she would, she would tell me that the world needs more people to love. Um, you know, it's, it's like taking an action against evil because even when something is yucky out there, if, if you show love, evil can't permeate. It doesn't, it doesn't make it. And so um, that, that would be the, the biggest trait. Um, uh, there are a lot of people, they call me sappy. <laughs> but I don't feel it's sappy. It gives me great joy. And so um, I definitely got that from that woman. She she had so much love in her heart. And I, I'm glad to not only wear her name, but to 
wear that as a badge on my on my collar, you know, on my on my shoulder. What a powerful trait to be able to own and to possess and to pass on for us to learn to be able to love without that boundary. That is set for us in so many ways that we don't even recognize until we allow ourselves to be free to just love people because, in situations because, um, and be inside of, not because of. Mm-hmm. That is a true growth of love. So, Cecile, if there were um, a phrase that you would coin, if there were, this were your shining moment to pass on to the listeners today, that golden thread of encouragement, of hope, of what would your what would your T-shirt say today, and what would you like to share with listeners as as your point? Um, well, first, you know, um, one of my favorite—I um, won't really call a hero—but one of my most dear people that I had hoped that I one day I would meet is Maya Angelou, and. Um, she was an amazing woman who, if you ever read anything about her life, um, everything that you could imagine occurred for that woman. And she turned her words into encouragement, and she overcame barriers, and she struck out everything from the civil rights issues to speaking before presidents and national and humanitarian awards. Well, she was just a little girl once. She was just ordinary. And she has a quote, and it says, I've learned most heroes are ordinary people. It is their act that is extraordinary. So it doesn't really matter whether we're a baker or we're a CEO of an organization. It, doesn't, it really doesn't take money to be a hero. Um, you know, a hero's journey, it can take place whether you're a soldier in a battlefield or whether you're a secretary in a great big insurance firm where everybody's sitting in cubicles. You know, we can, we can live it out whether we're out in public or, you know, the, the, you know, if you're out at night, you know, it's peaceful and it's quiet and there's this vast silence in between the space between our ears. But no matter where we are, we can be a hero because we can reach out and we can touch someone, whether it's bringing an old lady some groceries and sitting it on her, on her, on her stoop or you see someone's yard and it's overgrown, well, you know that they must be having some kind of trouble because no one wants it overgrown. They either don't have a lawnmower or you can't buy the gas. Or maybe they have a physical ailment. Going and mowing is being a hero, and it's showing love. So you can be an ordinary person, and that's why I like Maya. Is she was, Maya Angelou was an ordinary woman who got to lay in state for her random acts of just reaching out and touching someone else. You know, I mentioned back when you talk about a history. So she used her history, and, it, and her history became tattooed in everybody's soul that she touched. It's our narrative. Our history is our narrative. And guess what? No one can take it away from you. What I 
what I experienced in zero to seven years old when I got a job that no one can take that from me. No one can take any of the words that my mother taught me, the trials that I've had through my marriage, my divorce, through remarriage, through just everything, both health risks, all of those things. I can take that and I can institute a change, you know, re-change, you know, we're we're not status. We don't just sit in one thing. We grow. And the definition of life is growth. To change and to know that we've changed, it gives us power. So to be a hero, all you have to do is be an ordinary people. And when you come across an incident or situation, act upon that. Show some love. You know, we, we, we've already done what we're supposed to do. We, we've become who we are. So I, w- I would challenge people um, to believe that they have a little bit of hero inside them. And all it takes is to just act. Act upon your change. Tell someone what went on with your life. Just get the ball yeah. rolling. You know, just make that up. Yep. So, thank you. Don Maria, I'd like to, Cecile, I would really like to thank you for what you do and for being somebody's hero every day. And we know that one of the things that we know is that we all stand on the shoulders of those who have gone before us. And I know that I myself and uh, all the listeners out there, when they have an opportunity, and so we thank you for being the shoulders that other people can stand on. Is there, if someone were to need to reach out to you or have a question for you or want to talk further with you, do you have an email address that you would be willing to share with us? Sure. Um, I, um, I have metamorphosis1957 at yahoo.com. Metamorphosis97 at yahoo.com. 1957, metamorphosis. 1957 at yahoo.com. I want to thank you very much for your time today, and we hope that the the message that you've gotten from Cecile today in this interaction with us has helped you find your hero inside. And until we meet again, let's also be somebody's hero. We hope that today's show has heroified you in some way. Until we meet again, go out into the world and be someone's hero. If you know a hero that we need to talk to, email us at herobuilder2020 at gmail.com.